Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. I still am saying he needs Jesus. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck that book. I warned you. I know you did. You did. But oh my, as soon as I finished reading it, I was just like, what in the fuck? And Sasquatch was like, what's wrong? And I went, hold please. And that's what I sent you guys the text. I was like, he needs therapy. Yeah, no, no, no. He needs Jesus. The boy needs Jesus. Jesus. Uh, well, that's where we're going to jump in. We'll see how that all goes. It's a preview for two weeks from now, apparently. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> aloha, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. Uh, we are here finishing up our month of uh, back to school or something that like, behind the scenes factoid. We took a long break for various reasons, so we're uh, we're marathoning some episodes. The next few episodes we're going to marathon, so we're going to be goofy probably pretty soon. Um, well, we're breaking it up over two days, so we are breaking it up over two smart. days. We're doing better that way, yeah. And to be fair, we've worked hard and we deserved that break. We just needed it in general, really. But uh, yeah, I think we in, in our personal lives and also our <laughs> funny books lives, we needed that sure. time. To catch up on sure. some comics, to get new jobs, to, you know, do all sorts Go of to stuff. California. Go return from California. I'm, Never yeah. say hi so to the person who lives in California. You know, whatever. You I'm not bitter about me. it. me. You're the one who was there, man. Like... <laughs> Uh, anyway, we won't get into it. So uh, this week we are doing a silent voice, which I believe is Konakachi. Um, if you go by the Japanese name, or at least the name I originally saw it on some list that I read, which is probably written by someone who's really into anime and therefore uses the correct Japanese terms for everything, which I get it, but it's also sometimes a little condescending. But um, I don't know if this list was one of those or not. But uh, yeah, uh, it's a book about a real fucking asshole um, is really what yeah. it's about. Yes. Um, yeah. A real asshole and a girl who definitely deserves better. So it's basically like every Lifetime movie you've ever seen. So uh, there you go. Um, but with us, we got Lena, we got Adam, we got Hi. Todd, and we got... Yo. And Lena, you can say yo or something. And- good good job, Ryan. Good Thanks. job. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a cat screaming in the background right now, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, so yeah. So Adam, what is our cocktail for this week? Uh, so our drink this uh, week is called The Notebook. Uh, you're going to take an ice-filled shaker. You're going to add one ounce of Southern Comfort, a half ounce each of vanilla vodka, slow gin, Cointreau, Amaretto, lemon juice, and then four ounces of orange juice. You shake the shit out of it. You strain into a glass filled with ice, and you garnish with an orange peel. Okay. Um, I have a drinking game rule, and I'm afraid everyone's going to take it, but I'm going to be brave. Do it. Uh, Todd, what is your drinking game rule for this week? It's, um, I'm glad I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> okay. So uh, every time people behave, I'm going, wow, that's really jerky and dickish. I kind of remember being like that. Take okay. a drink. Mine is very similar, but you said generally people. Mine is the the dude whose name I don't remember off the top of my head. Show you. Yeah. Show you, yeah. Show you. Okay. Very specifically, my, my drinking rule is called what a dick. Um, every time show you is an asshole, take a drink. And just drinking game. I know. It's, it's going to be everyone's <laughs> drinking game. It's probably pretty much the only drink game that rule that you need for this book, to be honest with you. Lena, do you have one that differs from that? Yes. Karma oh. is a bitch. Nice. All right. Um, every time you see, what was his name? Shoya. 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 Uh, go through, get some karma for his dickish actions. Take yeah. A drink. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So- I, have a, 
I have a backup. Okay. I'm all wet every time they talk about jumping in that damn creek or get wet from jumping in the damn creek. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, I wanted there to be alligators in that creek or something. But um, yeah. Okay. So um, anybody have any thoughts they want to jump off the, into the creek with? It's a bad analogy and it sort of flowed very clumsily off my mouth. But uh, that's why you're our leader. I'm out of practice, man. That's, that's what I'm really <laughs> realizing right now is, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to need the four. Like, this is going to be my, my spring training to get me back into podcasting shape. Uh, before I have to go do uh, Fanex and talk on panels. So, um, uh, at least you're already south, you know, and that's where spring training takes place. It's in true. Summer. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I did spend last spring uh, in uh, in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, near a lot of spring training facilities. So that was fun. Uh, but uh, Todd, what are your thoughts? Well, so we've read volume one of this, and this is, uh, look, how there's what, six volumes of manga or seven of there's this thing? six volumes of this? Uh, I will <laughs> Wikipedia it. <laughs> yeah. So what's interesting, so there's this, volume one in isolation and then there's the series of the whole and i've read reviews about the series of the whole yeah and it as it's going through is there becomes redeeming qualities that are not shown here yet because the guy hasn't learned his lesson yeah so what you're watching is the story of Shoya the asshole and it Mm -hmm. kind of ends of going yep you should getting what you deserve and the volume ends Uh uh-huh We've got Shoya, and then we have this, uh, what's her name? Nishimi? Is that her name, the deaf girl? I think so, yes. Nishimi? And, yes. I mean, yeah, so you have Nishimi, and he picks on her because she's different, and he goes a thing, and he makes her life rough, and then people, you know, he gets in trouble for it, and everyone makes his life much rougher for making her life rough. And it ends, and you're like, oh, I really hated junior high kind of a deal. And the thing of it is, I was never a victim of this kind of a thing. It's just the general feeling of angst. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Adam? I was saying I was a victim of it. That's all I was saying. Okay. <laughs> so I was I was fine. I mean, I wasn't I, I wasn't a victim. You know, I was like a, such a middle of the pack kind of a guy. But you just watch this thing here and I'm like, of all the things that I, I mean, this brought back all of the ugly parts of school for me. Yeah. And I'm like, yuck. And then it ends and you're just like, ugh. So there's a lot more going on and there's later on, there's redemption stories and stuff like that. But even going through here, I'm like, you know, it it might be a very long drawn out thing that can be great at the end of it, but I'm just so, yeah, I'm just like, show you as a dick. I don't care. See, and I, I think show you as a dick, but I actually am interested to see what happens to him. By the end time I got to the end of this book, like I was invested enough, which I thought was actually kind of interesting and admirable about the writing of this, where it was like, yeah, the guy's a total fucking asshole. But like by the end of it, he's having that realization that like, oh, wait, I'm the asshole and everyone knows that I'm the asshole. Not that, um, you know, everyone thought he was cool for being the asshole or whatever. Like it was, but you Mm -hmm. also, you also see how awesome she was and how she basically like, although she was the victim of him being an asshole most of the time, she also was protecting him from, you know, the realization that he was very well not liked. Um, Right. Like erasing all of the uh, graffiti or whatnot on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like that's, I don't know. I thought that for me was an interesting enough reveal at the end that I it made me interested enough to read more. Now, to be honest with you, it might dissuade me a little bit knowing that there's six or seven of them. I thought if there's one more in manga, you can totally buy it and, and read no, it. No, there's but- seven. <laughs> That makes me question it just a little bit more. <laughs> I don't know Lord. if I'm that invested, but... Uh, so this but, is yeah. my recommendation for that, is to go uh, watch the anime. Yeah. Because there was an anime. And that's how I was like, when we were looking at this book, I was like, I think that this sounds familiar. Like, oh, I've seen the anime, like, I want to say a couple months ago. And the, and the anime does sum up all the, from my understanding, all the parts of the manga. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, I mean, the anime is... It's it's on like Netflix or Amazon Prime. It's one of the maybe Hulu, but it's 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 definitely available. One of uh, those, yeah, yeah. One of the one of the big ones. It's not some weird like I don't know. 
weird things you've never heard of. But uh, yeah. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? Uh, so it was kind of fun reading this because, uh, like I said, I, I've watched the anime and if it's, I might have it on my voodoo. You can have my login if you want. Everyone else says. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had to go in there the other day because a friend of mine got a new TV and they're like, yeah, it says like you, 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 your devices are full. Like I can't add it. So I went on my account and there was literally 50 devices. It had hit its limit as far as, cause everyone's like, oh, I've got it on my TV. Now I got a new touch of password. Mm-hmm. And it's been like a period of years. <clears throat> that I've been doing this. So I had to sign everyone out, but uh, it was fun going into this, knowing where it goes. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I did forget just how much of an asshole he really is. Yeah. They, they don't shy away in the anime. So I knew about that, but it'd been long enough that I didn't really remember all of it. And at the same time, mm-hmm. when you're doing it in a book format, especially a graphic novel or a manga, like you, they can spend more time doing it. Cause I mean, this is again, seven novels that was compressed into a you know two hour movie. Yeah, uh, and I think one of the things that uh, Todd brought up about the whole, or you brought up, Brian, sorry, the that she was wiping away the all the graffiti and all the stuff that he sucks so much. I mean, that just made it so much more worse because he didn't even get it or feel repented until until way afterwards, like when she left the school. And you, you know, the, yeah. this one, the end of it touches on it, uh, and then the later on episodes and later on issues, they they really dive deeper into that, and it is a redemptive arc for him in the long run. But mm-hmm. I think this kind of goes back to what we talked about with manga, which is both a curse and the blessing is that hey what do i start with silent voice oh you start with chapter one mm-hmm. and it makes it easy to find but then you it goes on breaks to where you're like oh i don't know what happens next and it really does manga seems to end off with a more with a bigger cliffhanger than a lot of yeah. comics do like yeah. you have a, a graphic novel for a comic and then you get to the last issue and it's pretty much wrapped up there's some dangling threads to take you to the next one but you don't read kingdom come and then be like oh what happens next where do i go and i have no clue what happened i mean so i think that's kind of more part of this art form of, of the of, of manga but i just the only thing i could say is as someone who was bullied in junior high school more a lot more so junior high school than high school because i did transfer uh it really hit home in a lot of ways because i remember being that kid who people were just addicted to for no reason like i was literally the one having to help them and teach them how to homework because my junior high school was fucked up and it was like teach yourself everything so they didn't know how to do shit and they didn't understand why there were letters in math and i was the one who had to show them that and then two hours later we'd be changing the locker room and i'm getting the shit kicked out of me i'm like mm-hmm. i literally just helped you pass a test 20 minutes ago or two hours ago and now you're like literally one time breaking my arm so thank mm-hmm. you very much for that that just means a lot to me yeah so for me it was a very hard read because it did you, you could say honestly that was triggering it did bring back yeah. a lot of memories that I hadn't blotted it out, but I hadn't really thought about in a while. And the only thing that spurred me on, and which isn't to say I didn't like it, I think it's very well done, uh, was the fact that I know where it goes and I know how this kid, where he ends up and where she ends up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's some things that happen later on that aren't fun. Like there, Mm -hmm. there are some, there are consequences and people, you know, do pay for certain consequences, but uh, yeah, it's, Todd's drinking game. I, I don't want to be back in junior high school again because <laughs> as much as teenagers are assholes, preteens and 13-year-olds are even bigger assholes because people are just kicking on. All of a sudden, they have all these crazy, intense emotions. Like, Elena, you've talked about multiple times. Like, everything's so just intense and like in your face when you're a teenager and you're trying to be cool to impress people. And then all of a sudden, you're being a dickwad because you think that'll make people, because people laugh at it. And then you realize 30 years later that you are a complete douche. Yeah. So, And I, I have the guy who was the biggest douche to me in junior high school reach out to me 10 years ago and apologized for being such an asshole. He actually got me drinks when I went to California a couple times ago. Wow. Uh, yeah, but 
So I, I think it's extraordinarily well done. I don't know if it's worth reading the next six books in the series when you could just sum it all up with watching a two-hour movie. Uh, but it's hard to read, especially if you were if you were that kid in high school, or even if you were the bully in high school. Now you feel guilty about it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times that's what happens is the bully grows up and realizes I was a dick. It can be hard to read for both those people. Uh, Lena, what are your thoughts? Uh, kid was a dickhead. Yeah. Um, I came at it from a totally different way just because I, I worked uh, in an industry that tried to, uh, it was a hearing device industry. And, um, and so people who are deaf are already kind of cut off from so much already. And so watching this kid for no reason that I could really see be such a jackass, I couldn't really figure out what, what the thing was. There Mm -hmm. was like, I didn't understand what the motivation was to be such like, if he was a dick to everyone, I'd be like, yeah, okay. He's just an asshole. But he was he was mainly just a prick to her. Mm-hmm. So it was really strange for it for it like because she couldn't hear, he was just such an ass. Um and truth be told, I don't want to read anything else in this series. I don't care about people, his redemption story. It's bye. Like, mm-hmm. you know, boy, bye. I don't, I just, I uh, it just didn't, I just didn't understand why he was such an ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and his friends didn't really call him out on anything. They just talked shit about him behind his back. Yeah. So that in and of itself was also kind of like grow a fucking pair and say something to your friend. That's like, Hey, asshole, what the hell's wrong with you? You keep doing this. Like so much of this, of the way he acted didn't need to go as far as it did. If someone just said to him like, Hey, jackass what the hell's wrong with you? Knock it the fuck off. Yeah. And instead they all talked behind his back and he heard them all talk behind his back. But he still didn't do anything to, to, you know, do anything. So, uh, yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I didn't really like this book. <laughs> I am really glad that we had some time in between the last recording and this one so that I could, um, so that I had time to finish it because I had to, I had to put it down a couple of times because I was getting so angry that I was through my iPad across the room. I just don't understand that mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then again, I also feel like I think that there are people who are angry, but are there people really this terrible? Yes. Yeah. Yes, are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess for me, I didn't have the same like um middle school for me was middle school for me wasn't as bad. Um, and I don't know if it's because I was a girl or people just didn't really pay much attention to me. Um, I was kind of one of the guys, and so they just didn't bother too much with with me. Um, but uh, I didn't really have any kind of bullies or anything along those lines. Um, I really just had, uh, you know, stupid bitches that would make comments and everything, but nothing to this extent. With that said, I would never want to go back to that. Yeah. Um, people that I've talked to that they're like these, you know, I have friends who, who their kids are now being, are hitting, they had kids way too young. Um, and their kids are now sitting at that, like 12, 13, 14 <laughs> thing. And they're like, my kid's such a dick. And I was like, well, yeah, kids that age are all dicks. Mm-hmm, we all sure. were <laughs> like, I'm sure if you ask my father, 
whether what I was like when I was 12 or 13 or 14 years old, he will tell you that I was like fairly emo in the way that I dealt with everything. And you just, you just don't understand dad. And it was very much like Dawson Leary. I know we talk about Dawson's Creek way too much on the show, but Dawson. There's Leary no such thing as like, talking about Dawson's Creek too much. It, it just doesn't. I know, but it's kind of perfect because it was, it's such a perfect melodramatic way of uh, it, Kevin Williamson wrote teenagers exactly the way that you know that that it, that's actually how they talk and feel and oh, wait, react he wrote that the scream dude yeah yeah oh i didn't know that yeah that's a serious yeah yeah that's why the first season the halloween episode is fantastic it actually scared the hell out of brian the first time i made him watch it <laughs> that's how i got into dawson's creek was because of a halloween, episode, <laughs> halloween so. episode yeah yeah it was great but um but he he writes teenagers the way that you when you watch it you're like oh yeah that's exactly how it feels you just feel like your world's coming apart and you're 15 like yeah. you're like it's like no in reality the world isn't ending nothing's wrong you're just feeling and it's, mm-hmm. but it's that, you know, so it's, it's that, that, uh, cry meme of Dawson that you always see that that's how people that's, you know, I know that that's how it feels, but this was not that this was really hard to get through. And I don't know if I would recommend this to anyone because Adam, you're right. You'll see, you get a glimpse of their possible, like a possible redemption piece at the end. But in reality, this first book is just not easy to read. And uh, out of all of the ones that we've done this month, it's, it, this was really, really hard. Yeah, I think um, I think Todd kind of hit on this a little bit as well. I think one of the potential dangers of reviewing this book based on this one is that it is just the first part of a longer story. And it's similar to what used to happen. Um, uh, I'm going to tell a theater story. So whoever's playing the drinking game at home, have a drink. Um, but uh, <laughs> doing mm. uh, musical theater in college in Utah, um, Utah State, uh, where Todd and I went, was kind of weird because for those of you who didn't grow up there, you had a lot of kids who were sort of in the same boat as me who were like from the Salt Lake-ish area, but didn't want to go to University of Utah. And there's no fucking way they were going to BYU, but they didn't want to pay out of state tuition. And they want to leave their parents' house. So they ended up at BYU or at Utah State. Then there were the out-of-state kids who thought that they should have gone to BYU, but weren't smart enough, but thought it was because they weren't religious enough, not because they weren't smart enough. And that's why they didn't get into BYU. So they were like holier than thou and a pain in the ass. And what would end up happening is you, we would do these shows and like we would tame them down. Um, significantly. Like, we did a very tame version of Cabaret. Like, a ridiculously tame version of Cabaret. And we would keep track and watch how many people would um, walk out. And, like, Cabaret on average, we'd have eight people walk out. And it wasn't so much that they were walking out of those shows. They were walking out and being condescending as they looked at everyone else who was staying in. There was this holier-than-thou kind of thing. But one of my professors pointed out on, I think they did, they did uh, Dangerous Liaisons. He was like, yeah, these, like, these religious people, and my professor was religious, I think, um, um, but he's like, these people walk out. He goes, it's sort of like judging the Bible only based on the Old Testament. You're like, yeah, God's terrible. He does terrible things to fucking everybody, but you don't get the New Testament. So therefore, like your view of the overall is sort of skewed in that re- regard. And I feel like this is a little bit, us at least reviewing off of this is a little bit skewed as well. Like mm-hmm. we're only seeing the worst of the uh, of the beginning action. Now, um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where it's it's, it's it calls into question uh, if the end of the story justifies the beginning of the story, and sometimes that's not the case.
case, and sometimes it is. And it's it's difficult in a in a uh, serialized sort of story where you do stuff sell your overall series based on the first book. So as a writer, you have to sort of give the reader at least enough faith to follow along with you. And it sounds like we're kind of split on whether or not it's worth it in that regard. Um, partially because I think Adam's seen the anime, he knows where it's going to go. And I'm just I'm sort of interested in what actually happens between with this kid, like if there's any actual further development. So um, I might just be the the idiot of the group or the uh, the one who has a hopeless belief in uh, retribution. Who knows? But uh, that's sort of my thought about like kind of having to try to review it based off of this book alone. Um, I was wondering if anybody else had any thoughts on that. Well, I think the one thing that Blaine brought up that was kind of interesting um, was the, the the fact that you've got a bully who only picks on well in this book like the one girl and like yeah he's a mm-hmm. dick to everyone but he's a super dick to her. Uh, I, I can think back to my own experience. So as the guy who was a dick to me, there was four of us very specifically he would go pick on basically because he knew we weren't going to fight back that we mm-hmm. would let ourselves be his victim and i don't think it was so much that i mean i didn't know what else to do i was a good little christian kid and mm-hmm. at that point in time i hadn't i'd barely hit puberty I hadn't gone through my growth stage like when i saw this guy again a couple years ago i was like dude i've got you know and i started losing weight by that time and i was like dude i've got like six inches and probably 60 pounds on me mm-hmm. so if our position had been switched in life at that point in time like there was no way he would have messed with me because i would have kicked his ass mm-hmm. uh but i think one of the reasons too was this crazy christian school which was the southern baptist one they lumped together the seventh graders to the seniors because there was like 30 oh that's the worst idea in the world right (laughs) and i was already a year ahead so i'm going into seventh grade as a as a you know a 12 year old yeah and this kid's 16 yeah that's fucked up so exactly so not only do you have people who are different stages of maturity both physically mentally well physically mentally and emotionally Mm -hmm. now you've got you know these the kids who are still going through raging puberty, the kids starting raging puberty, who it, it was just a big clusterfuck. It was like if we took a, a petri dish and threw every single like E. coli, Ebola, COVID, malaria, yeah. and just let it all fight to the death. That's kind of what it was. And the only people he would pick on were the the kids who were like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, and thankfully, my parents did take me out and send me to the other Christian school for for high school. Uh but yeah, that's that, and that's kind of how the bullies work. They find the kid they know probably won't fight back. They're probably really nice kid and fuck with them. And yeah. that was that was my life for a long time. Yeah, I um, I mean, I had my own like, and I here's the thing. I like Todd. I felt like I was pretty middle of the road, but I had some weird fucking experiences in junior high. Like I got pissed on in the lockers uh, for gym class, which was far more scarring than I realized until I was older. And then like, it was like, oh yeah, that kind of fucking sucks. I never knew that. Yeah, that fucked with me a lot. I, did, I didn't realize it till much later. That's uh, so like, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, this just sucks. And then you're like, oh, that's actually fucking disturbing. Um, you know, you get to know. Was it in the different... shower or? Yeah, I was in the shower at the gym. Uh, I'm know. trying to think if that makes it less bad, but. I mean, I'm at least I can wash it off quickly, but that... still. I was thinking yeah. that yeah, at least right. it goes away fast. Yeah, but. Uh... It goes away fast, but yeah, I'm trying to think why do they have their dicks out kind of a well, yeah, I mean, true, yes. Uh, but on a different note, the bullying here felt almost a little bit more like, um, A, it was the extreme bullying that you would see in junior high, but the mentality behind it almost felt more like elementary school, where you have like a kid who kind of has a crush on a girl, so like he pulls her pigtails, but like this is just a really fucked up version of that. And right. I don't know if anybody else got that sense. I don't know if Adam, knowing what the what happens in the movie, if that's accurate or not. Um, I, I, I don't know if that, that reads into anything. Thing or, or changes the anybody's perspective on that. To me, he's just an immature asshole. Yeah, yeah. A 
angry. And is this the story of someone going, I am the asshole. I need to be less of an asshole. And I'm going to search out this person that I was a real jerk to, but was still kind of nice to me anyways, and get their forgiveness. I mean, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure I care to watch this guy try to get their forgiveness mm-hmm. kind of a deal. And I'm like... Huh. And, and, what does that and say about me? <laughs> it, my interest, I mean, I can see that. My interest might also just be more in, I want to see what happens with her because of her overwhelmingly good nature to actually be protecting him from realizing what a fucking asshole everyone else thinks he is. That's also sort of an interesting element to this that I, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how it goes as well. But, I don't know, to Todd's point, just made me think of the, the Family Guy episode where this guy breaks into someone's house to stab them. And mm-hmm. They're not there. And he's like, huh. So he like pokes himself with a knife. He's like, oh, that really hurt. Maybe I should stop doing that to people. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, that, that, that if you want to sum up what this book is about, almost in, in one little family guy scene, that's it. Is that this guy's a douchebag, doesn't realize how much he's hurting someone until the tables are turned. And it goes back to the karma's a bitch type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sometimes it takes that. Sometimes, we, like I said, people just grow out of it. But sometimes it takes the, you know, the the stumble and the the fall to be on the other side of the table to learn what it feels like. And then, then you have to wonder, is this so is this kind of person's repentance for real? Or is it just... Oh, I'm just trying to get back in everyone's good graces because I I don't on this I don't want to be in this position anymore. Uh, and the rest of the story does answer that. I'm not going to say what it is here because I think people, if they want to follow along and see where it goes, they should do that themselves. Uh, but I, I still come back to the thing. You you can watch the anime on Netflix, and I think you should watch that because you can get the whole story in much less time. And because it does move on to the redemptive arc quicker, it's not quite as. I mean, for me, it was painful to read, so mm-hmm. not quite as painful to uh, or as long or as much of an investment of money because it's free on netflix so yeah also that too uh anybody else have any other thoughts they want to bring up Mm -mm. okay cool well then let's jump into grades like i said it's an awkward one because we're we're judging just this one first book based on the overall whole um uh lena what is your grade Uh, um i'm gonna give it a c because i think that from a writing standpoint it did what i think it was setting out to do um, I didn't like the story, but that doesn't mean that it was a that it wasn't told well. So mm-hmm. yeah, see. Okay. Mr. Adam? Uh, I'm going to go with a B. Uh, like I said, it was hard to read, but it was well done. Uh, it's very typical manga slash anime art, uh, which got the point across very well. And the writing for me is spot on. Like it does nail a lot of those emotions and feelings and just kind of the bullshit. So while it's one I never want to go back and read again, uh, it definitely was well done. So. Okay. Uh, Mr. Todd? You know, like with Elena, it was uh, technically it was done well. Ugh. It's where I, I guess going through as we are, all of us are no longer in grade school. Thank anymore. God. <laughs> right. And, you know, I mean, how long I've been able to drink can almost get a drink at this point. <laughs> so the farther <laughs> I get from there, the less I want to go back to there. So yeah. did we miss the demographic? Are we outside the demographic for this? Because I, I want to give so. this book a C as well, but yet it gets a lot of acclaim. I've been reading around that it gets a decent amount of acclaim, and none of us like it. Oh, I and like it. Is it not? Oh, I like it. Well, yeah. Fine. I think we're I split. Didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. I think here's here's the thing is is as much as I liked it, 
for what it did, I didn't enjoy it. And sometimes I think you can have, and I see the same thing in certain movies that I see, like, uh, is there, I, I can't think off the top of my head because you know, on the spot kind of thing, but have I seen movies that I really, really liked and absolutely did not enjoy? Yes, because there are some movies that are meant to be painful, like 12 Years a Slave, I thought was a great movie. I never want to watch it ever again. Monster is a fantastic movie. Some of the best acting I've seen in a long time. Never want to watch it again. Never want to see it again. Uh, Traffic, Drive. I mean, I can actually, now that I think about it, I can start listing movies that are very, very well done, but I'm not going to buy them on Blu-ray because I don't want to ever see it again. Once was enough. It made its point and that's about it. And I think that's kind of where I'm sitting with this book is that, yeah, I think it was done really well, but that doesn't mean I ever want to experience it again. So, Mm -hmm. right. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to go probably with the, I'm going to go with the highest probably. I'm going to go with an A minus. Um, I thought that, uh, it was interesting enough that I, the way it was written, that there's a guy that's a total asshole and I'm still interested to see what happens. Um, the art I think is really good, but I also think that, um, if, if, if I was younger and in a similar situation, I might find, I don't know. I don't know, depending on what it was, if I would find reading this to be too much or if I would find it to be sort of um, therapeutic or I, I would find it, you know, uh, beneficial to read a story like this. Like, I do remember some of the books I read when I was a kid. Like, some of them were like, there was often a bully involved in school, um, you know, I mean, in a lot of those stories. So, um, and like at the time, I kind of appreciated that. So, I don't know. Maybe I would, uh, at the, the age range, I think it just depends uh, if I was in that same age group. I'm, I might have appreciated or might not have, but I thought in general, I think if you can take a character that is that shitty and make them still interesting enough that I'm willing to read at least one more book, I think that's saying something. Um, So yeah. Uh, I think the one thing we didn't talk about, and then I'll let you close it out, was... It actually depicted three different types of people in this book. You've got the 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 people who are the victim, you know, uh-huh. the you know, the people who the bullies pick on. You've got the bullies who are actually doing all the bullshit. Uh-huh. But then you've got all and so that's like your be- like the ends of your bell curve, right? And yeah. you've got everyone in the middle who knows what they're doing is wrong but doesn't do anything. Like yeah, yeah later on they, they're talking shit behind, you know, show you's back, but it's like you have every little bit of power to stop that. And I'll always remember the one person of all of junior high school who stood up to me, his name was Ben Lida. Mm-hmm. He was the only person who would ever say, and he was really popular. Everyone liked mm-hmm. him, but he was the one who'd come in and break things up when things got bad and try yeah. to put a stop to it. And I almost think that the the everyone surrounding what was going on who weren't contributing nor you know stopping it, like they're almost worse. Okay. That's... Because the bully can be an asshole and the bully can cause problems and do fucked up shit. But the people, like it says, you know, the worst thing is a good person who stands up and does nothing in the face of evil. That's kind mm-hmm. of what they were doing. And I think yeah. if you look at junior high and high school mm-hmm. in these situations, 98 will take the one and one with the victim and bully. 98% of people just walk by and say, oh, well, it's not my problem. Or, ha, yeah. that's kind of funny, but I'm not going to get involved kind of thing. Yeah. Valid point. Uh, okay. Anybody else have anything else they want to bring up on this one? Can no. we have more fun with the next one? <laughs> uh, yes. I, I, I hope so so yeah so next week we are uh, starting our uh, october halloween month i don't know which version this is it's probably like four five i don't remember i'll have to go back into the it's map it's gotta be four Probably, Halloween yeah. 2021. Yeah, Halloween 2021 at the time of this recording. If you're listening, the revenge. Yeah, if you're listening to this in the future, how'd shit turn out for us, huh? Uh, so uh, we are going to be starting next week with Dracula Motherfucker, um, a book I honestly bought simply because of the title. I saw it at the comic yeah. shop and I, I fucking <laughs> bought it. And then we're like, hey, we need to do October books. I'm like, okay, well, we're doing this one because I have it on my shelf. Um, and then we are going to follow that up with, I believe it's Crossed first. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. We're going to do 
Crossed, and then we're going to do Marvel Zombies. And then, of course, because we have to do a Archie book for Halloween, because that seems to be our MO, we are doing Archie versus Predator, uh, which I'm also very excited about. Uh, so, yeah. So with that, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, everybody on the panel for talking to us. And we will see you all later. Bye. 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 I'll just quiet. Nothing. Nothing out here. I think this nope. one just emotionally drained us. <laughs> yeah. Well, good on us to start with this one. Wait, Hooray. can I just say something? I put. Yeah. We yeah. Said we said bye, and then, but because it's like that long thing, my computer just came up. Are you singing? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I have to question. Are you singing? Do you think what you're doing is a song? They're like. Yeah, they're like I was not ready for that. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> they're like, is this music? <laughs> is it? Oh man, it's like the Wally. Define music. Define <laughs> dancing. Okay, pressing stop now.